Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Have no fear. The I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast is here. The 1,000th and one episode of the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. On today's I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast, I spent, but did I waste, $49.99 on Fake Paul versus Tommy Fury. I answer the questions. I break down the pre-fight, the post-fight, and everything in between. Plus, it's hip-hop's 50th anniversary. What am I doing? What are you doing? And Michael Rappaport's Jewish News of the Week is back. All that morning, hard-hitting, fantastic, museum-quality Iron Rappaport stereo podcast coming up right now. Miles Jordan, a.k.a. the Bleach Brothers, a.k.a. the Dust Brothers. Start this puppy off with something real nice. Start this puppy off with something real loud, but most importantly, start this puppy off with something real funky. See, I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. Liggity, let's go. Boom! Have no fear, the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast is here. Welcome to the Iron Dome of Disruption. Welcome to the Ziggity, the Ziggity, the Ziggity Zone of Disruption. My name is Michael Rappaport, a.k.a. the Gringo Mandingo, a.k.a. the Inflamed Ashkenazi, a.k.a. the Sultan of Sniff, a.k.a. the White Chocolatito, a.k.a. the Jewish Jake LaMotta. You are now rocking with the very, very best the world's most disruptive podcast. Welcome to the Iron Dome of Disruption. Welcome to the Ziggity Zone of Disruption. Hope everybody's feeling good. Hope everybody is feeling safe. Hope everybody is feeling sane. As we come to the close of February 2023. It's going fast. We're heading into March. 
March 20th is my birthday and I'll be 53 years old. And I got to be honest, I am not excited about that number at all. 53 years old. That is not a, that's not an exciting number to be. I feel good though. And I look good. I feel good. And I look good. And I ain't bragging. I'm just speaking the truth. Look at me. God damn it. I look fantastic out here. King of cashmere wearing a nice piece of James Purse cashmere. James Purse, very, very, very overpriced. Let me tell you something. James Purse, I like I like a lot of your stuff. Number one, overpriced. I like your cashmere while it lasts. Hmm? I would say I'm a sort of an expert in the world of cashmere. And your cashmere, uh, it crinkles and it don't last. While it's working, it's great. But if anybody's buying some James Purse cashmere, James Purse sweatshirts, James Purse t-shirts, James Purse apparel, my opinion, keep your receipt. Keep your receipt. Because if you're spending that much money on a piece of clothing and it falls apart, you should go back in there with the receipt and be like, oh, what the ha-ha? Anyway, March is going to be busy for me. Not only am I turning 53, I will be performing this week, the 2nd, 3rd, and 4th in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Let me know what to do in Milwaukee. What's popping in Milwaukee during the month of March? Come see me live in Milwaukee, the 2nd, 3rd, and 4th, and then you could see me in Cleveland, March 10th and 11th, two nights in cold Cleveland, and then Indianapolis. We're doing the Midwest tour here. March 23rd, 24th, and 25th, I'll be in Indianapolis. All tickets, all information for all my shows is available at michaelrappaportcomedy.com. That's March. April, I got stuff. May, I got stuff. June, I got stuff. Then I'm done. Okay? Then I'm done. Um, but come see me live in Milwaukee. And for real, let me know. Uh, what to do in Milwaukee? Is there is there a certain food to eat? There's no football going on out there. You got the Greek freak. He's freaky deaky. But let me know what to do and come see me live in Milwaukee, Cleveland, and Indianapolis during the marvelous month of March. And remember, this Friday, March 3rd, Day La Soul Day. Day La Soul Day. It's crazy with the passing of Dave Trugoy, the dove from De La Soul. Everybody had sort of been talking about this day when the De La Soul music, when they start to get the rights back, they start to financially share the rights to all their iconic music. And then the passing of such an important figure in hip hop. But March 3rd, make sure you do not forget to download all of De La Soul music, buy the records, buy the merchandise, the music, uh, and the, the prize. The financial reward will finally be going directly to De La Soul, who need no introduction, need no explanation on the influence of what they've done for hip-hop, what they've done for culture across the board. 
I'm releasing some never seen before stuff, interviews, outtakes from when we shot the Tribe Called Quest documentary to try to bring attention to remind everybody um, that Friday, March 3rd is De La Soul Day and going forward. But make sure if you're on Spotify, you're on Tidal, you're on Apple Music, you download the music. Download all of it. And uh, if you're one of these record collector dudes, you like vinyl, buy all the De La Vinyl. Buy a friend some De La Vinyl. Um, And that's March 3rd. Uh, Somebody was asking me, yo, Mike Rapp, this year, 2023, is the 50th anniversary of hip-hop. There's all these... 50th anniversary hip-hop tributes and 50 best songs to celebrate the 50th anniversary of hip-hop. What are you, Mike Rapp, going to do for the 50th anniversary? And I have to say, right now, I'm not doing anything because as far as I'm concerned, me, Mike Rapp, White Mike, a.k.a. the Gringo Mandingo, a.k.a. the Inflamed Ashkenazi, for me, every day is a celebration of hip-hop. My existence, the way I speak, the way I talk, the way I rock my sneakers, the way I fold my socks, my nicknames, my whole my whole thing is very, very, very inspired by hip-hop. My attitude is inspired from hip-hop. So I'm not planning something specifically to celebrate hip-hop because as far as I'm concerned, every single day is a celebration of hip-hop for me, Mike Rap, a.k.a. White Mike, a.k.a. the White Chocolatito. I mean, there's not a day that goes by that I don't listen to hip-hop. I don't quote hip-hop while I'm getting dressed. I don't quote hip-hop in my house. Uh, that I don't speak with slang that's from hip-hop. Every day is, is a celebration of hip-hop. But I like all the tributes that I'm seeing I think it's dope. I, I wouldn't even know where to start uh, for me. It, for me, uh, you know, it's just about acknowledging and the expression of all things hip-hop. Every single day for me is hip-hop anniversary, a celebration of hip-hop. Um, speaking of which, uh, Nas Escobar, godson, nasty Nas, affectionately, from Queensbridge. Uh, he sold out Madison Square Garden the other day. And um, I was thinking about going, and then at the last minute, a friend of mine got me tickets to a booth. I was actually at Shabbos dinner and uh, working, so I couldn't make it. Uh, but I'm glad I didn't go because I've seen Nas perform so many times, and he's so dope. I can't go to Madison Square Garden to watch Nas. It's too many people. It's, it's too many people, and as much as I've loved Nas, and I, I mean, I talk about quoting hip-hop, like, yo, I'm a Nike head. I wear chains that excite the feds. I mean, it goes on and on. Don't say the car is topless. Say the titties are out. I mean, it's all day, every day with Nasty Nas. But like I said, I've seen him perform for so long, and he's been a part of my life being a fan of Nas since Zebrahead. The film that I did, the first film that I did, Zebrahead, was the first single 
that Nas came out with halftime. Of course, he had made his bones, so to speak, on Live at the Barbecue. I'm not a lyric person, street disciple. He said, I'm going to hell for snuffing Jesus. That's that's your first verse. The first I go to hell for I go to hell for snuffing Jesus. That's all I needed to hear. Anyway, uh, I couldn't make it to the uh, show at the garden. But like I've said, you know, leaving the house and, and I heard he went on at nine. I'm sleeping. I was actually not sleeping because I was at Shabbat dinner uh, after a, a day's work. But I mean, of course, Nas is going to sell out Madison Square. He's from New York. You could literally walk from Madison Square Garden back to Queensbridge Projects. Not that he'd want to during the middle of the winter. He's Nas. He can't walk. He's Nas. He's nasty Nas. Nas Escobar. But like I said, uh, 50th anniversary of hip-hop, as far as I'm concerned, hip-hop is celebrated every single day, and it's all over the place. It's all over the place. And then this weekend, I had to make the hard decision. I had to make the very hard decision this weekend if I was going to torture myself and waste my hard-earned $49.99 on yet another fake Paul boxing match. And I'll be honest. Some people are like, no, Mike Rapp, this is all fake. This is not real. You're making it up. I'll be honest. I was sincerely thinking about not watching the fake Paul versus Tommy Fury boxing match. And I know you're probably going, that's not true, Mike, because you say that all the time. But if it had been warmer out, I might have missed it. I might have missed it. There's no football. There was some NBA games on. It was just a little bit too brisk for me to be out and about at, I don't know, fight time. It was about 5 o'clock. It's a little too chilly. On a Sunday. I like to decompress Sunday afternoons. I like to decompress. I like to get focused on the Real Housewives of Anywhere. This week was the Real Housewives of Potomac uh, reunion part two. Said to my wife, I said, babe, will you watch the fight with me? And my wife said affectionately, fuck no. Why are you going to do it to yourself once again? Why are you going to watch another Jake Paul fight? And she said, quote unquote, You know he's going to win. But inevitably, I made a game-time decision, and I wasted. Well, I'll go back to wasted, that $49.99. I spent the $49.99 on fake Paul versus Tommy Fury. Tommy Fury is Tyson Fury's brother. Tyson Fury, who's, yo, what a career. What a life. Tyson Fury has. Heavyweight champion beat the shit out of my guy Deontay Wilder. I mean, the last time was was terrible. Anyway, spent the $49.99. And uh, first of all, fake Paul, who's Mr. Women's Boxing. And I'm, I'm not just, let me just do my precursor up top. Uh, Jake and his uh, brother Larry, they've made a career out of nothing. You have to give it to them. You have to hand it to them. These guys have made 
Yo, they're literally rich enough to retire and never work again. Respect. 150% respect. These guys are smart. They're savvy. They're tenacious businessmen. They believe in themselves when nobody probably uh, would or should. Uh, but in all seriousness, nothing but respect for the business that they have created. True hustlers, true Pioneers, they used social media to their advantage in all different facets. That's the respect I'm giving you. That's at the top. And I'm not saying the R word again. Because people are like, well, you're a hater. I am not. A, first of all, I'm a fan. Second of all, I'm a critique. Third of all, I'm a disruptive warrior. But I am a fan and I am a boxing fan. The word fan comes from fanatic. Just like uh, sometimes I get a little crazy about hip-hop, some of my great rants, defending all things hip-hop. I'm like the hip-hop police because I'm a fan. I'm a fanatic, just like the NBA All-Star game. Fan, fanatic. They say, fanatic, are you nuts? You tell me. You, you make the decision. Am I nuts? That's not for me to decide. That's for you, for you to decide. Huh? Do I look nuts? Do I look crazy to you? Huh? I don't feel crazy. I feel good. Like I said earlier, I look good. But whether I'm nuts or not, that is up for you to decide. But I love boxing. Like so many other people, I grew up watching so many fights on ABC, Why World of Sports, the great Howard Cosell. Whether it was the Ali fights, the Sugar Ray Leonard fights, whether it was the random fights, whether it was the Boom Boom Mancini fights, the ESPN fights, the Mike Tyson fights, the Alexis Arguello fights, the Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, the Tommy Hearns random fights, the Hector Macho Camacho fights, hearing my father talk about going to see Jake LaMotta versus Sugar Ray Robinson at the Garden, hearing my grandmother Talk about bringing my father to go see fights in Madison Square Garden, the world's most famous arena. Boxing is, it was, it was a mainstream sport. Whether it's movies, Rocky, Raging Bull. I've always been inspired by fighters. And the sport of boxing is something that up until the last, I don't know how many years ago, we're not fact-checking, was a mainstream sport that people would gather around to watch together communally. And these fights, most of the time, they would entertain and they would live up to the expectations, whether it's the Holyfield Riddick Bow fights, like I said, uh, the Roberto Duran, Sugar Ray Leonard, part one, part two, the Nomas fight, going to see uh, Muhammad Ali versus Larry Holmes in Radio City Music Hall, the Mark Breland fights, the Pernell Whitaker fights. The Meldrick Taylor fights, the Iran Barkley fights. I mean, there, there's, the list goes on and on, and I'm, I'm not. It goes on and on and on and on and on. I'm a boxing fan, aka a fanatic. So when I see the sport being spit on, when I see the sport being belittled, manufactured, contrived the way it has been manufactured and contrived by fake Paul, excuse me, Jake Paul. I get upset 
Now, is he bringing attention to boxing? Yes. But is it the right way? I don't think so. Now, I will say this. Five. One, two, three, four, five friends of mine shamefully admitted that they also paid their hard-earned $49.99 to watch this spectacle. And these are guys that when you go to dinner with them, they won't even pull out a $20 bill. These are guys that are slow to go into the pocket. So I was not alone. Five of my friends paid their hard-earned money to watch this, this shit show. Let's call it what it is. It was a shit show. There was no women fighting Mr. Women's Boxing because the fight was in Saudi Arabia. Why was the fight in Saudi Arabia? Because that's probably where he can make the most money. But I heard, I thought you were Mr. Women's Boxing. You've done more for women's boxing than I have. But when it was time to keep the women aside, Mr. Women's Boxing, you went over to Saudi Arabia and you fought that fight. Some were calling it blood money. I ain't speaking on that. I am Rappaport Podcast. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. John Wall, baby, needs no introduction. Every week, the five-time NBA All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA and what's going on now in the league. CJ will bring his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John Wall will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show to give their unfiltered accounts of what's really going on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. That uh, the fight before Jake Paul, Tommy Fury, were other cruiserweights. Cruiserweights, I believe, are between the weight of 175 and 190 pounds. This is when they're in shape. So these are guys that are walking around at 215, 220 pounds when they're not in 
great, great, great boxing shape. Some of the great cruiserweights of all time, Evander Holyfield, Antonio Tarver, James Tonio, Dwight, Muhammad, Kwawi. Evander Holyfield started off as a cruiserweight. The fight before the Jake Paul fight was also cruiserweights. If you watched the event, Badu Jack, great name. Badu Jack, that's like a rapper's name. I don't know if that's his real name, but that's a rapper's name, Badu Jack. Ticking all rhymes, my shit ain't whack. Blah, 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 blah. Clackety clack. That could be a rapper's name. He fought the dude Magabu. Another rapper. Yo, that could be like just a rapper's name. Yo, I'm a gobble from the Bronx. Throw it up. Those dudes were cruiserweights. Just to give you an idea what cruiserweight fight. And those are not, although Badu Jack is a champion, those are not the best of the best cruiserweights. But just to give you an idea what other cruiserweights look like, Jake Paul is fighting at the cruiserweight division. And Tommy Fury, respectfully. It's messed up. Tommy Fury should be the headliner now. He won. But this whole Jake Paul thing, this is cosplay. It's cosplay boxing. It's dress up. It's manufactured. The WBC, I believe it's the World Boxing Council, for some reason created a belt to give out to the winner of the Tommy Fury Jake Paul fight. This is an exhibition match. This is not a, a real fight. This is a sparring session. And Jake Paul, before the fight, he said that. He said it's another sparring session. You got to listen to what people say. They will tell you who they are and what it is if you listen. The pre-fight interview, Jake Paul said, it's another sparring session. I got another fish on the line. And I feel great. He said, I feel great. Had a great training camp, no injuries, no nothing. But he told us it's another sparring session because championship fights are 12 rounds. Sanctioned fights, 12 rounds, sometimes 10 rounds, not eight rounds. That's an exhibition match, but they created a belt. Also, Jake Paul's been walking around with this custom-made belt that costs $500,000. This is cosplay. This is dress-up. I could go to I could go to Target right now in the toy section. They have belts. I could walk around with a belt, and be like, "I'm Michael Rapport. I'm a boxer. This is my champ. This is what he's doing." It's dress up. You got Michael Buffer out there. You paid Mike Tyson. Um, you paid Deontay Wilder and some other people to show up. Dress up. This is an exhibition match. You think Mike Tyson flew to Saudi Arabia on his own? Mike Tyson. To watch you, fake Paul, fight Tommy Fury. No disrespect to Tommy Fury. He ain't that dude either. But he has more experience than fake Paul as a boxer. They're the same age, same size. But do not get it twisted. This is low-end exhibition sparring that we paid $49.99 for. That's why you need Mike Tyson to show up. You need Deontay Wilder to show up. It's a freak show. Cosplay, dress up, boxing. On a Sunday afternoon in Saudi Arabia. But like I said, fake Paul, the pre-fight interview, he said it's another sparring session. 
and the announcer who goes by the name Radio Raheem. Homeboy, the only Radio Raheem that should ever be mentioned is the one from Do the Right Thing, the late, great Bill Nunn. Love, hate. Who calls himself Radio Raheem? That's a fictional character that Spike Lee created. These are the people that were announcing the fight. They were um, giving verbal hand jobs to Jake Paul the entire afternoon. He's this, he's that. He's that, he's this, he's this, that, and the third. They were all there playing their parts for fake Paul. Sorry, Jake Paul. Now, I will say, when Jake Paul came out, when he walked into the ring, they had a montage, audio montage of people criticizing Jake Paul. And who appeared in the audio montage of people criticizing Jake Paul? Me, the disruptive warrior. Me, the Sultan of Sniff. Me, Michael Rappaport, the gringo man dingo. While Jake Paul is walking out in the ring, I am living rent-free in his head. They had me, they quoted me from this here I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast saying, fake Paul, you're not a real fighter. They could have chose anybody because everybody talks shit about Jake Paul, but they chose me saying, fake Paul, you're not a real fighter. I was flattered. I'm waiting though. Where's my check, man? Everybody's making money. You using my audio to walk out into the ring? Am I living rent-free in your head? Yes, I am. Literally, while you're walking out in the ring, you're using my voice as motivation. Well, I got a lot of more. Oh, I got a whole bunch more for you and your brother, Larry Paul. I was flattered. You could have used anybody. Everybody talks about you because we're all fans of boxing. And we all know this is shenanigans. Eight rounds of garbage. They're like, oh, it's a great fight. It's a great amateur fight. That's going eight rounds with two guys that should, we shouldn't be spending our time watching. We watched it. I watched it. Around some point, they interviewed Logan Paul, who was in the crowd. And Logan Paul said, fuck the Fury family. All the Furies are bitches. I paraphrase. Now, Logan Paul, you fought, you fought, you had an exhibition fight versus Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather is 72 years old and weighs about 150 pounds. I guarantee you Logan Paul walks around at about 220 pounds. Big dude, young dude. You guys like to talk trash. You said the Fury family either said are bitches or pussies. Why don't you fight Tyson Fury? Fight him in an exhibition match. Eight rounds. Fight a bigger guy. He's 34 years old. You're young. No one's going to ask for PED testing. Do whatever you do. Fight Tyson Fury. Logan Paulson's. The Fury family is a bunch of bitches. Fight him. I would be happy to pay for that. You could charge me $109.99 for that. 
And since uh, uh, fake Paul lost, he could have his rematch versus Tommy Fury. And they both have these, these fathers fight Tyson Fury. Let your father fight Tyson Fury's father because he looks like he's on that too. Apparently, he's the loudest, biggest, brashest one of them all. Make it a whole night of boxing. The Furies versus the Pauls. Yo, you, you want to make some money doing something? Exhibition fights? The fact of the matter is, it was an entertaining, low-end, professional fight. I say professional because they both got paid a lot of money. A lot of trash talking. Thank God, somehow, some way. Tommy Fury won by split decision, although he got knocked down in and what it looked like a it was a grazing knockdown. He slipped and he got punched at the same time. Happens all the time. Why am I even breaking down this fight? I love boxing. But my question, my takeaway from watching this shenanigans, this cosplay, this dress-up amateur exhibition on Sunday is. Who gets the belt? Fake Paul, you've been walking around with this. You love belts. You got this custom-made goofy belt. Do you give that to Tommy Fury? And and Tommy Fury, do you really want a a belt made for an eight-round fight? Like, can you wear that with pride? When you watch boxers, Sugar Ray Leonard, Jake LaMotta, Alexis Arguello, Aaron Pryor, Sonny Liston, George Foreman, Ernie Shavers, Muhammad Ali, Tyson Fury, Lennox Lewis. When you watch these guys win a championship fight and you see them cry, bruisers, tough guys who've went 12 rounds, 15 rounds, put in work hour after hour, year after year, day after day, training, and they win those belts, you see them cry. And you're walking around with a some belt that you got made for yourself? This is why I'm insulted, because I love the sport. You see these guys raise that belt, you see them tears in their eyes, because they put that work in, and you're walking around. Who gets to keep that goofy belt that you walk around with so proudly? Fake Paul. It's an insult. And final question is, Mike Rapp, was it worth the $49.99? Was it actually worth the $49.99? And I have to admit, it was. Number one, seeing fake Paul lose, even though he didn't get his ass beat beat, seeing him lose, and seeing him make excuses after the fight, say, oh, during this training camp, I got sick, I was injured, and then go back to the humble little white guy. Oh, you know, I never thought that I'd be here. I I never thought that I'd be here. I got friends, I got a family, and I never thought that I'd be here. We want the shit talking after you lose. I want that same energy you had before the fight after you lose. Throwing those ridiculous flailing right hands like you're some college Frat boy, that's not boxing where you duck your head and throw a flailing right hand. That's frat boy fighting. You said before the fight, you felt good. Jake, Tommy, Paul, you said your whole name. 
And then afterwards, oh, I got sick twice. Not once, twice. And I was injured. We want to see that, that custom-made fake belt. I want that same energy. I don't want, oh, you know, this is, I, you know, I got a lot of friends. I got a lot of family. And don't judge me by my wins. Judge me by my losses. Nobody wants to hear any of that shit. We don't want to hear any of that. But to answer the question, was it worth it? Yeah, I had a good time. $49.99? Got my money's worth. Like I said, fake Paul and Larry Paul, it's saying a lot of things, but they ain't dumb. I am Rappaport Podcast. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the Draft King's YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. John Wall, baby. Needs no introduction. Every week, the five-time NBA All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA and what's going on now in the league. CJ will bring his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John Wall will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show to give their unfiltered accounts of what's really going on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Michael Rappaport's Jewish News of the Week. Oh, yeah, it's Michael Rappaport's Jewish News of the Week. They had the National Day of Hate this past Saturday. There was supposed to be a National Day of Hate. There were alerts. I don't know if this is real. I don't know if this is contrived. I don't know who said there was going to be the National Day of Hate. But I know that people were concerned. I was concerned. I know that other Jewish people were concerned. By the way, it is Jewish people. Don't call us Jews. Jewish. Jewish. Swedish, Scottish, Spanish, Jewish, Ashkenazi Jew. Eh. But there was a lot of promotion in the last few days. There's going to be the National Day of Hate. Be on high alert. 
Keep your head on a swivel. As I always say, I, I don't care what the FBI is saying or not saying. Always keep your head on a swivel. No matter what you are. Race, creed, or color. Just in general, keep your head on a swivel. Not necessarily for hate, but for life. The twists and turns. It's uh, 1130, 3.30. Who the hell knows what kind of phone call you could get from who the hell knows. Driving you nuts. But I know that uh, some people were concerned about the National Day of Hate. Me personally, I don't want any smoke from any hate groups. None. But I went out Saturday with my head on a swivel. Walked around the, uh, the park, Central Park. Didn't see nothing. I saw a bunch of geese. I saw some cold turtles in the pond. There was nothing. Again, I don't know who perpetuated the National Day of Hate. Trust me. Like I said, I don't want to hear about any incidents. But uh, synagogues were on high alert. And Jewish people were concerned. Fortunately, nothing happened on the quote-unquote National Day of Hate. Again, who knows where these things come from? So with social media, one person could put this out. I heard there was going to be a National Day of Hate. The next thing you know, it could be, there is the National Day of Hate. Michael Rapport, Jewish News of the Week, though. Kanye, Adidas. Kanye West and Adidas have come to terms. Kanye West, who needs no introduction for all his anti-Jewish garbage. I don't need to quote him. We know it all. He said what he said. He doubled down. He tripled down. He quadrupled down. Adidas cut ties with him. But they were about to suffer a 1.3 bill. $1.3 billion loss. With all their product. They had $500 million worth of Yeezy product. So what does Adidas do? They come to a deal with Kanye West. Adidas and Kanye West have come to a deal to get rid of, to sell $500 million worth of Yeezy product. Who's going to buy that crap? Are you going to buy it? Are you going to buy the rest of the Yeezy Adidas product that Adidas made a deal so essentially they don't go bankrupt. Listen, Adidas, you guys have been garbage. You haven't figured it out. Even New Balance somehow, someway figured it out. You haven't figured it out. Kanye came along with great products, I guess. I, I, I don't wear those sneakers. I didn't wear them before. They look ridiculous. Okay? Actually, some of the designs are cool. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He said all these crazy things. You cut ties with them, but you're sitting there with $500 million worth of product. Like bricks of cocaine. You got to get rid of. So instead of sitting on that $500 million worth of Yeezy sneakers, you had to make a deal with a guy who said he likes Hitler, who said the Jews ain't this, the Jews ain't that, the Jews control this, the Jews control that. Whoever buys that garbage, shame on you. Shame on you for buying that garbage when it comes out. And Adidas, go fuck yourself. Fuck Adidas. 
Adidas is garbage. You sold out to keep your company in business. You sold out. You made a deal, essentially, with the devil. Now, we I've said all these things about, this guy's mentally ill. But you said what you said. You got to live in it. You got to live in it, you fuck you. And Adidas, you can't get, I don't know, who 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 do you get? 21 Savage, I don't know. He, he doesn't, does it Pharrell, somebody. Uh, he's with Louis Vuitton or Gucci. Isn't there, isn't there somebody, a designer, who could save your company? No. You had to sell out because you're sitting there on $500 million worth of these sneakers that people lose their mind for. Who's going to buy it? Who's going to buy that nonsense? It just goes to show you could do and say pretty much anything. But money talks. Anti-Semitism, anti-Jewish walks. Money talks. Anti-Jewish rhetoric walks. Good shit, Adidas. I'm never buying that. I'm never buying an Adidas sweatsuit, shell tops, none of it. Never. Ever, ever, ever. I didn't wear it anyway. They're uncomfortable. Get with the times. You should be ashamed of yourself, Adidas. Anyway, I'm done. Game saw disrupted. Game saw disrupted. Miles Jordan, a.k.a. the Bleach Brothers, a.k.a. the Dust Brothers. Take me out of here with something real nice, yes. Take me out of here with something real loud, yes. But most importantly, end this I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast with something real funky. I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. I'm out! At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.